Everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. We are Finding Success and we're here to help break that monotony of your life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back, guys, to another episode with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How you doing, dude? I'm good, mate. You? Good, man. I'm good. This week, we're going into... We've got a little mini-series, haven't we? We're going into like success stories. Famous celebrities, people, the general public, household names, essentially, that are household names because they can become so successful in their field. Um, this week is not so much of a household name. It is in our... It's not filled, yeah. Because we're into functional fitness, we're into the fitness world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyday people won't know him. No. But I think I, it's not an issue. He's an incredibly successful person. Yeah. Why the hell weren't we talking about him? Yeah, exactly. And he's got a great story as well. Great story. Great story. Uh, we're just going to get into it. Yeah. Get into it. Right. The man in question is five-time CrossFit Games champion Matthew Fraser. No, Matt Fraser. Isn't Matt it? Fraser, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got that wrong already. Oh, damn. Dang. Matt Fraser. <laughs> Where do we begin? Born. 1990. Correct. January. Correct. Yeah, I'm telling you. Where? Canada. Correct. Moved to? Vermont. That was eventually, wasn't it? He was born in... Was he born? Yeah, okay. I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that there. Um, yeah, moved to America at the age of three, I think it was. Okay. Um. Started competing in 2014 in the CrossFit Games, yeah. didn't he? Finished in 2020, checked out, retired. Bang, done. Seven Left. years in the game. Yeah. Right, the bloke, only ever the lowest position he ever came was second. <laughs> How insane is that? That just shows you the dominance he is. He came, tw- he came second twice. Yeah. Then won it five times back to back. Yeah. And I think the fourth time, maybe third or fourth time, he was like, it was a record for how far ahead he was oh, in he front was of the field. Gone, wasn't he? Absolutely gone. He could have... It came to it. I don't know if if you're into CrossFit, he's scored like you get points for different events and so on and so forth. It happens over like three days. Loads of functional fitness tests. It's an incredible event. Really, feat of human like awesome ability. It's yeah, it's incredible. They're absolute machines. Yeah. Um, and he's just happened to be one of the most dominant ones ever. Yeah. He came to the last workout and he didn't act. He just had to do the minimum work required. So he just had to do every movement a couple of times. Yeah. No, I think he, that's it. He, yeah. he didn't have to finish working. He didn't have to get any points, and no one else could go near him. Couldn't get, couldn't get close to touch him. Um, so it shows you the dominance. I bet he won that, didn't he, or something? I bet he comes second. Yeah, he won that event. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was down the road. Uh, is oh, it's just the best thing in the world. <clears throat> um, sorry, clean up my mess. Where do we go? So I just want to mention. I want to go back to his parents. Yes, let's, let's let's do our standard normal start at the beginning procedure. childhood. Yeah. All right, yeah, go. For you it. know who he is now. Anyway. Two parents. I can't remember their name. Let me check my notes. Candice and Ron. Don. 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 You're correct. Candice and Don. Very good. Um, both Olympic figure skaters. Yeah. Believe it or not. How cool is that? So their parents are Olympians. Surely that's an indicator. He's gonna. He could be something great. He's gonna be someone great in life, isn't he? Yeah. Which of course he turned out to be. Uh, and a very athletic. Yeah. Apparently he was swimming at one. I read. So yeah, I saw. Swimming at one. 
um, skiing at water skiing at 18 and downhill skiing at uh, 18, 18 months <laughs> and uh, downhill skiing at the age of two. Those are true. That's that's a feat as well. Unreal. I mean, I, I don't think I was walking at the age of one, let alone swimming. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. That's born natural talent. Do you know his, what his mum and dad done in their day jobs? No. Mum was a doctor and dad was a stay-at-home dad. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Doctor. That's yeah. awesome. Any particular field or is it not find out? I didn't find out. Just, just said doctor. Yeah. But probably knows a lot about the body. Exactly. Might have been Which an aid probably in his why, yeah. story. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, <coughs> so he's always been uh, athletic. He did a load of sports growing up in school, didn't he? He did, yeah. Eventually, forming to weightlifting. And I say eventually, I think his first competition was 13. Or yeah, first one he won. He started in 12, yeah. Started at the age of 12. Just dominant, you know. He was always an athletic guy. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Started weightlifting. I think he, he won his first one in 2013. I think I read somewhere. I can't, I've not got it down my notes anymore. Uh, well, 2003, he won his first competition at the age of 13. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 2003, he was champion, uh, national, national champion. 2005, national champion. 2007, national champion as well. So three, five, and seven national Jesus champion. used to winning. Yeah. That's incredible. We'll be getting closer. What else, what, have you got anything else in between now and CrossFit? Uh, in 2009, he became the junior national champion. Um, and that is when he had his major fallback in his weightlifting career, which is when he had his injury. Um, if you don't know, he was, he'd done a clean. If you don't know a clean, look it up, Google. Weightlifting. Um, cleaning the barbell. Um, injured himself, injured his vertebrain. His coach said, have a week off come back and we'll do some light training come back a week later banged out some squats and then went to the junior world weightlifting championship unbeknown to him yes he'd hurt his back unbeknown what he'd done to his back competed in the 77 kilo category 15th out of 16th out of 16 people so he'd done rubbish bless his little art with a broken vertebrae in two places his l5 vertebrae broke it in two places and he competed in a weightlifting competition and still beat one person <laughs> that qualified for the world junior yeah championships. these aren't amateurs they no. know what they're doing no they know what they're doing and yes. he still beat one person with a broken, broken back. back and if you don't know what weightlifting is it is a series of movements where you have to lift a big old heavy barbell off the ground off the ground um, so a lot of strain on your back. Yeah, and it's two general movements, clean and the snatch. Snatch yeah. is from ground straight to overhead. Um, and the clean is, is the same, but with a jerk to overhead. Sometimes yeah. they just do cleans and they, they do, yeah. So Olympic barbell up to the shoulders and stood up prior. Really cool. I love doing them. Unbelievable. Really fun Unbelievable. fun to do. Yeah. But when you get to the weightlifting end, when you're doing it like max attack, heavy ass weights. Yeah. Don't know if I could do it myself. No, no, I not, couldn't. Not competitively. No, I'm the same. The amount of whoa, my blood pressure goes through the roof when I'm doing heavy. <laughs> um, so after that, he broke his back. Yeah, finished sixteenth. Where did he go from there? So he had um, he had to wear a brace to try and repair his back. Once he got home, went to doctors, found out that what it was. He had to wear a brace um, to try and sort of restrain it. Didn't work. Didn't fix his back. So then he had um, experimental surgery to try and get his back sorted out. 
Um, so spinal surgery and rehabilitation um, with his back. And uh, it, it worked. He got told not to train for, I think, two years or something or a year. Four months later, Gaze is back lifting weights, isn't he? Absolute crackhead. So he's a risk taker. He's a risk taker. So, and, was, um, you know, experimental surgery. Yeah. Took a risk. Bear in mind that it could, it, it could change your life forever. You could be paralyzed. paralyzed. You, you could, you know, your life could be over. Your lifting career, yeah, your yeah, career yeah. in general day-to-day life is over if it goes wrong. If it goes wrong. It's experimental. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, I bet he was told that. Oh, but that was the information they knew. It was going to be like a. It wasn't like a fifty-fifty chance. No. I bet it'd be against his favour, like seventy thirty or something. Massive risk. risk, and he took the risk further training straight away. Four months, much sooner than he was told to. Again, I believe in that though. I believe coming back from injury, if you sooner, if you were to yeah. break a foot and don't walk on it for a year, well, you're not going to be walking on that again. Nah, for ages. As soon as you cast, you know, yeah, mate, you just need to get going. Yeah, you do. The best thing is just to get keep going. So that's and he obviously knew that. I guess his parents knew that from there. Olympic days they're, so they're essentially athletes you know they yeah. know what the crack is you get injured keep moving don't stop yeah um, and that's what he's done so there that's a huge setback in a career massive huge setback especially as in a, a weightlifter yeah that's a huge setback but he kept on pushing he did kept yeah um, competed in two American weightlifting opening competitions placing third when his first one back so straight up you know he's back into it 77 kilos um, he weighed in at last 2010 so broke his back 2009 Back in the game, 2010, finished third. Wow. Bang. That's epic, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's just goes really to cool. show you the, the the beast, how much of a stud this guy is. <laughs> Absolute stud. <laughs> Absolute stud. Um, and then 2011, he retired from the sport after his final competition when his funding stopped. Right. So he was funded. Um, it stopped. So he sort of retired from that sport. And I think he went into university at that sort of age then when he sort of... I think that's right. Decided... To, was it, was it Chicago? Was it somewhere like that? Oh, I don't know. Um, but it was engineering, wasn't that's it? That's it. it Studied engineering. engineering. Yeah. Um, which again is quite odd for a... For a weightlifter. To, to yeah, yeah, yeah. For a natural born athlete to be good. You'd think they're true sport. But each to their own. Yes. Yeah. I think he yeah, really enjoys that side of, of yeah, the yeah. world. You know, how, the, how that works. Um, but while he was at university, I believe this is how he got into CrossFit. So he was going to a CrossFit box, or you know, another name for a gym for, in CrossFit. Um, age twenty-two. Was age twenty-two? Started. Yeah, yeah. So he started going to these boxes because they had CrossFit boxes tend to have like Olympic with lifting equipment. They got yeah. big bars, uh, Olympic bars, bumper plates. You can chuck them down. They got the platforms. They got platforms. They got space to do it. You know, yeah. they're built for it. Um, so he went there just to keep doing his lifting because I think it was like he'd been doing it for so long. It's just a habit, need to do it, and he just wanted to keep moving, keep healthy. <clears throat> From that point, he uh, started to keep, he started to join a few classes to get fitness, get, keep his fitness up, just put on a bit of weight. And he realised he could also earn money doing CrossFit competitions yeah. while he was at university. So it was a bit of extra pocket money while he was at uni. Fantastic. Every, everybody needs that. That's like an interesting fact. He was using it for the financial gain yeah. at university. That was the coolest thing. And obviously from that point, he got a bit hooked. And did the open in 2014. So I've sort of zoomed. Have you got anything in between there? No, yes, yeah, so 13 is when he fit, competed in his first competition. Was it? Yeah. Just a year ahead of when he started the open? Yeah. So he, he bang, got dropped weightlifting end of 2012, mid 2012. Started CrossFit probably early 13. Competed in 13. Yeah. Open in, fifth, in 14. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Because I th- think, oh, I'm not certain, but he came seventh in that first open I think it was yeah. I believe it was 7th yeah. right, in the world 
seventh fittest man in the world. Like yeah. that's that's automatic. Like, whoa. Yeah. There was. I think I don't know exactly, but I think recently there was four hundred thousand people take part in the in the open. So almost a half a million people in the, around the world, fitness freaks around yeah. the world taking part, and and he came seventh, which is just phenomenal. And in that year at the CrossFit Games, he came second. Yeah. Phenomenal feat. He was happy with that. Yeah. I would be as well if I was in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> two years of training in CrossFit. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> top of your game. Right, what one one and a half years? Bam. Yeah, P two. Naturally, just an absolute beast. Um, zoom on to 2015. Same thing happened. I think I want to say he won the the open. I have to fact check that, but he did really well in the open as usual. Um, went on to come second again in the CrossFit Games. Yeah, and again for the if I, we mentioned the CrossFit Games. Literally, worldwide event. People from all over the world come together for a weekend to just do pure fitness, and it's a brutal test. Yeah, he comes second again against only losing to Rich Fronin. No, it wasn't in fifteen. Oh, fourteen. Rich Fronin. Fifteen yeah. was Ben Smith. Smith. Well done. I completely forgot about that. Sorry, because Fronin retired in fourteen. You're yeah, right after and winning. Retired. That's right. Spot yeah. on. So he lost to Ben Smith, and he was, he was a bit gutted about that. He was distorted. Have you watched the documentary on it? Yeah, yeah. He says he hates the medal, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He literally wants to bin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fourteen was like a good year for him. He he worked for it. Everything felt right. Fifteen, he just chucked it away. He wasn't training correctly. He wasn't eating correctly. Eating junk food. Not putting his head into the game. He was just thinking, Ah, Rich is gone. I'm going to win this. I'm going to walk this. And yeah, and he didn't. He wasn't got, the case. He got bit. Got humbled. Exactly. And I think. That is a huge turning point for him. Yeah. Because I remember hearing him say, he said himself in that documentary, um, he hates the medal and he thought he could out-train a bad diet. He, that's when he realised he couldn't. Yeah. So I think that's when the f- switch flicked. He just becomes, he goes David Goggins on that. Sh- yeah, he does. And becomes obsessed. Yeah. And just dives deep into the tunnel. Yeah. No way out, he's in. Um, and that's when the greatness begins. Yeah. So he's had a few setbacks over the years. Broken back, like... Dropped from weightlifting, Yeah. It's, that's tough yeah and he's just he's managed to find this world and make a little bit of money out of it little did he know he stumbled make... across it didn't he Literally. he went to the box just to do lifting just to keep fit stumbled into the world of CrossFit and then and he's opened this new world come like second best in the world twice yeah and then he dials down and he focuses goes David Goggins on it and wins five times in a row best individual athlete ever yeah like record-breaking gap, as you said, yep. in that year, just walked away with every single year. I remember watching his final year, and you know that run that they had to do. It was like a, it was a four, what was it? It was a two-mile run with a weighted vest. Then it was pull-ups. I can't remember what the workout was called. What year? Twenty twenty. The, the final ranch. event at the ranch. Yeah. Yeah. The final event at the ranch. Yeah. Him. Him and. Um, Tia. Tia. Just walked Finished it together. It. Yeah, yeah, But it was like, you had to do a two-mile run or a mile run, come back, and it was it was 401 reps in total, wasn't it? 401 reps. It was it was total, that. It was a mile run, come back. I think it was like 200-something, 100-something, 100-something, or 150 or something. It was, just, it was a Murph-style workout. Yeah, okay. and uh, the finish the, the, the mile run. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, just, I remember watching him. I think it was, might have been like doing his pull-ups or something. It's just bang, 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 over and over and over. No, just like looking down the road, you see people like do five and stop, five and stop, five and stop. You see him and uh, and Tia just go bang, bang, and banging it out together. And then when they both finished at the same time, they wanted to finish together. 
and they both run across the line together and it's just like such a record-breaking moment because both he, again he didn't have to finish that in first but no, he no. did yeah, yeah, he yeah. just walked away with it just wiped the floor with all his competition yep like the, Justin Medeiros was there wasn't he and he was like he was yep. up and coming at that time and you know he was a strong competitor even then for his age but same Noah Olsen was there that year another competitor and he actually went hot off the blocks I think he won the run yeah the first run part and just it didn't phase Matt. Yeah, Matt knew what. He, that's that's the thing where that separates him and Tia and all those other like Rich Fronin back in the day. They didn't focus. They didn't let other people around them phase them. Yeah, they could see someone just run off in the distance and go right. That's you. You enjoy your game. I know what I'm capable of. I'm going to stick to it, and I'm just going to. I'll catch you right when I get to the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they they knew what the game plan was, and the game plan pulls off. Like they didn't see the hot shiny object of just and didn't get excited. Didn't get phased in like with adrenaline rushing through their body. Yeah, didn't get that testosterone, testosterone boost saying, I need to win this. I need to beat you by this much. Just stuck his game, like you said. Exactly that. And, and just absolutely smashed out of the park. Um, and I, he, was, he was, from what I've seen all over YouTube and, and following him quite closely, he's, when I go say that David Goggin's obsessed, I mean, he analyzes every ounce of his game mm. from how he sleeps, how he recovers, how he's actually training. Like, his nutrition. He went deep. Yeah. Even to like, he had specialist coaches for loads of different things for a while. <clears throat> really just went deep, research and research and research and try to find what was best for him. So he could just keep getting better and better year on year on year. And he used Tia, uh, the female, like basic counterpart. Yeah. Female, female version of Matt. <laughs> Literally. Absolute animal. Dominant. Absolutely dominant in the game. I think she's got four, hasn't she? To her yeah. name and he's got five. No, she's got five, hasn't she? She did 21. Last year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Must be five, yeah. Absolute animal. Um, yeah, they just used each other to sort of push. Even though certain so, so the games, they do, slightly, they do do lighter weight and slightly different calories for women on certain exercises. Yeah. Um, but the work, the perceived work is essentially the same. Same work, yeah. So that's how they train. They yeah. train as if they were best and they just push each, other, push each other further and further and further, raise the bar for each other and it's, almost, it's, it's a recipe for success. Yeah. You cannot fail if you're that obsessed and that dedicated, focused, dedicated. Yeah. It is obsession. And I think that's why that's why he retired in the end. That's why after five years of just pure dominance, he's gone, no, nah, it's time to enjoy my the fruit of my labours. Yeah, It's time to have a life again. Yeah. Because he can't have a life doing that sort of stuff. No. He says it himself. From the moment he wakes up to the second he puts his head back on the pillow, it's how can I improve? How can I improve? How can I get better? And that's, that's just so admirable to be able to keep that mindset for a year yeah at a time he'd only have one month off a year straight after the games when he'd won yeah. one month off straight not, off not touching the gym no, yeah to try and just have a life recover rest exactly. his brain rest his body get to know his missus again because yeah. she's been there for a year just not you know, cooking for <laughs> in the background lesson. exactly <laughs> um, and do it all over again for another 11 months a year yeah. it's, the dedication just I'm in awe massively impressive isn't it? yeah it's mega yeah. such a nice bloke and you know I'm not sure when he got sponsored by Nike. I can't remember when the sort of deal came off, but I think it was quite early on in his career. And uh, if you ever see a top, HWPO. Hard work pays off. So it's it's quite a short, sweet name for both me and Butson, but the world as well. Hard work pays off. It's such a great name. It was like the Just Do It type thing, wasn't it? When it comes out, just HWPO. When you see that top, you know that's Matt Fraser. That yep. is hard work pays yep. off. The the brand the the 
the world he's built for himself now. Yeah. Part of a supplement brand, Podium, out in America, also done with, in partnership with Buttery Bros. Yeah. Huge, probably making quite a bit of money off that. Hard work pays off. Training program, probably making a load of money with that. Yeah. All Go sorts Ward. of other deals. Go Ward, spot on. Like, he's built a life for himself. That he's, he's, he could almost, you could almost say set. I know he's an investor. Yeah. I don't know if you knew, he but is, he is yeah. an investor. Yeah. Because he knows, he's thinking long term. The bloke's not an idiot. He's so, ah, he's just, I'd love to meet him. Would, really cool yeah. to just pick his brain for a few days because he's, he's not the everyday geezer. No, no, he's not the everyday, not the everyday gym goer, is he? No. He's, he's very, very mindful on what he's doing and how he's speaking and when he talks and what his next move is. He's always that step ahead. He's always mm. trying to, you know, better himself. And he's still training today. Yeah. He's yeah. also coaching Justin. Malabrian. Malabrian. Yeah. And yeah, Justin. Probably the next two superstars of CrossFit. Yeah. They're Justin's again is already just a beast when they, if you're watching videos guys on YouTube absolute beast they they all are that top end of that game they're just animals and it's it's awesome to see oh mate it is yeah completely it's uh, do you think Matt could have won five times on it if he didn't have that dedication do you think he was a naturally a natural athlete that he'd have just scraped by every year or do you think it's obvious P2s? that from his age he was brought up to be a natural athlete from you know from swimming at the age of one from skiing at the age of two he was brought up around that Olympic genetics it's genetics it's exactly just, yeah however if the dedication wasn't there I don't think so agreed I don't think so genetics only get you so far yeah yeah exactly you, there, there's a it's quite funny going back to uh, judo there was a guy in judo right never trained never ever trained wouldn't train a day in his life he'd turn up win the European Championships just like that done bang finished his dad was really really good fighter and uh, he done it over and over and over again and he just win 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 he went to the World Championships and got demoralised didn't train think he'd walk in there and walk away with it got demoralised like round one seven seconds in like he did to everyone else but this guy did to him this Russian did to him demoralised him put him on his bum and made him look silly yeah. and ever since that day he went back to training he never, he never won the world championships. Oh. He lost a complete. Just, but didn't he, go back from. He didn't try. He just trained because he just got so demoralised from that wow. option that he just that was gone. It, it, that 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 field was gone. That ship had sailed. But I always wondered if he trained and actually put the effort in, what that would have happened the first time round. And I guess it would have been the same amount. If he didn't train, what would actually happen? Would he ever have been cross a champion? Would he ever have like? For instance, got humbled, not yep. not worked out. I'm going. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do. So I'm going to be an engineer. Do you know, I'm just going to do what I've wanted to do and, and go to university and be an, become an engineer. Would I that think, really have happened? I think the genetics and his his background, his early years in Olympic weightlifting, so on, so so forth, got him the second place the first year. Yeah, and in in part, second place the second year. Yeah, it was some. He's got a great foundation. Yeah, yeah, yes. But then, very lucky foundation. Yeah. But then the the the, dis, the separator, the bit that sent him way up, way into the gold, yeah. was just his dedication, the hard work, the graft, the relentless pursuit yeah. for success. Yeah, it was just in him, and I don't think it was. Yeah, no, I I, I think you could put him the the Matt Fraser from the first two years, fourteen fifteen, next to the current one, and I think fourteen fifteen. Say if they were competing, like same guy was competing now, he'd be bottom ten. Yeah, because I think everyone else is also. Because Tia and himself were raising the bar. Yeah. Everyone else got to raise the bar. To, so yeah. every year the competition gets fiercer and fiercer and fiercer. And they know that. 
and that's I, oh, he's just what a machine yeah he is absolute machine I, I would like you said I'd love to spend two days with the guy one day well, maybe two hours in the gym and then cover a day recovering <laughs> but the other day like just general like Picking hanging out yeah, yeah and yeah. sort of doing what he does and sort of how we went from being that weightlifter to being the Olympic the um, CrossFit Game champion from just you know from transversing into all these types of field from retiring to now becoming a coach to successful business owner and yeah. investor and yeah. having his own programs and making his own courses and making his own life I mean he's even like investing in property now isn't he he's like bought, yeah. it was bought a house or bought a farm or something done yep. the farm up He's got a gorgeous house. Yeah. And he's, he's built it to how he wants it. Yeah. Which is like the coolest thing. That's, I'm a little jealous of that, to be fair. Like it's just, he's just got the options there for him, hasn't he? Yeah. Because he worked so hard for so long. Yeah. He did five years of just unbelievable graft. More than what we can picture. More than what, if you're sitting home listening to this, you can't fathom the 11 months of just nothing but CrossFit, nothing but improving, to then to, to be able to build the life he's built for himself. It's just, I'm in awe. It's awesome. Yeah, at the age of 32. Yeah. All at the age of 32. Impressive, is The bloke doesn't have to work, but he's still going. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. I'm done. Are you I'm done? done. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Links will be down below in the description. Don't forget, guys. Have a look at Matt Fraser. Find out who he is. Do some research. Go and watch the documentary. Really impressive. I'll put a link down below. There you go. It doesn't get any easier than that. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Share, like, subscribe. Do what you need to do to get this podcast out there and we can help you. Have a good one, guys. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye. Success is available for everyone, so why should you sell it for less?